Welcome to This Week in the State Line, a conversation with the local people and local topics you care about. Good morning, it's Steve Summers, and we are joined by Amy Newell from the Ark of Ogle, Winnebago, and Boone Counties, talking about the 2021 Chalkaholic Frolic. Good morning, Amy. How are you? I'm well. How are you today? Oh, that's the best news anyone can hear. I'm well. I love that. So uh, we are go for Chalkaholic Frolic in 2021, correct? You know, we are so excited to have the opportunity. We, you know, of course, looked at the landscape of how things were going and we made a major shift. And so it's not going to be an in-person event this year, but a drive-through option. And so we are saying it is all of the chocolate, not so much of the frolic. And, uh, you know, really not that people don't like the frolic, but isn't the chocolate really what it's all about? Yeah, that's a great point. And uh, what's so <laughs> unique about your event is you were like the last event before it all got whacked in 2020 from COVID, correct? You know, we were. We were really um, lucky with the timing on everything. And, you know, this event, is, the Chocolate Frolic is so crucial to the ARC and all of keeping all of our programming going, um, our low and no cost programs around our art program and our rep payee program, guardianship, um, our book clubs, classes that we, of course, hope our life skills classes will be able to start back up here really soon. But all of those programs have continued to be needed and really utilized. And so our fundraising is is just as crucial as ever. So we're really thankful that um, we took a look at how our event had run before and how we could make it um, successful now. All right. So for those who are just uh, waking up and finding out about the ARC of Ogle, Winnebago, and Boone Counties, it's for those with developmental disabilities and you teach them how to have great quality of life and interact more with the community, correct? You know, we are all about working with people with intellectual and developmental disabilities through advocacy and support and whatever. We really try and be nimble and shift with what that means for each person. Uh, For some people, it's a matter of just needing a, a representative payee to help them manage their money. For other people, it's about helping them find a personal support worker. So somebody who comes in and maybe goes grocery shopping with them once a week. Um, For other people, it's a little bit more intensive. The nice thing is that we have that flexibility to really work with each family and figure out what they need. And um, our board is amazing with working with everybody from where they're at. All right. So that's why we need to have the Chocoholic Frolic to raise the funds to keep the programs going for 2021 and beyond. So what are some of the changes that you had to make for this year's event? Well, as I said, it's completely to go. So people do need to um, place their orders. Um, We will be taking orders either until we sell out or up until a week before the event. Uh, So, and when they pull up, at the Aldine um, golf course there at the Illinois Bank and Trust Pavilion. All they'll do is pull up. They'll um, have a card that they give us. We'll bring out a chocolate crave case that will have at least 20 chocolate-themed items in it and a $10 gift card to one of the providers who is participating in the event. Uh, And then 
They can take that home and enjoy it for as long or as little time as it takes them. <laughs> uh, we also have two different pickup times. So we have an 11 to 1 and then a 4 to 7 on that date of February 25th. So that, you know, if people wanted to order some, pick them up over their lunch hour, take them back and share with their coworkers or their staff. You know, it's a nice little quick afternoon pick me up or they can pick it up in the evening, take it home and share with their family or not share, you know, mm -hmm. that's true. So how do we get the, uh, the slip to get the crave case? Where do we sign up for the back? So, couple different options. They can call our office, which is 815-965-3455, or they can go to our website, which is chalkfrock.com, which is C-H-O-C-F-R-O-C.com, or they can come to our office. Um, if they choose to come to our office, we do just ask that they've done some self-certification around COVID to make sure that they're not currently um, exhibiting any of the symptoms or um, have... Uh, uh, run the risk of being exposed just so that we can keep our staff as healthy as possible so that they can keep helping our people. So what's really cool about the Chocoholic Frolic is that, well, okay, just the Chocoholic this year, <laughs> is that all the chocolate is being created and donated by local restaurants and vendors in the state line. Yeah, you know, it's one of the... Um, reasons that we're able to keep doing it because we have such a strong support from our local locally owned businesses and that's part of the reason why we're doing the ten dollar gift cards as a chance for us to give back to them um, and then hopefully as people get those they will go and support each of these small businesses um, as the treats you have are from tasha at cookies by design she's always been a really avid supporter of the arc we're always thankful that she's just right there anytime we need anything. And she makes amazing treats. Oh, the, the chip cookies with the had like a taste of peppermint in it, I think. And then the, uh, the macadamia nut chocolate. Oh, those cookies are delicious. <laughs> well, and one of the things that I always like to talk about with cookies by design is that, you know, so many people think of the sugar cookie that they use for their cookie bouquets as that vanilla sugar cookie, but you can get that as a chocolate sugar cookie. So just put more weight on me. That's okay. These calories don't count, right? That's what I'm saying. Well, it's getting you ready for your trip, right? Don't you You have a trip coming up? Uh, well, I try to every year, that's for sure. COVID may uh, put a kibosh on that. Uh, but, uh, that's the way of the world these days. But Chocoholic Frolic is still on again. The date for this big event for the Ark of Ogle, Winnebago and Boo County is... February 25th, and um, boxes just need to be ordered before the um, week before, or um, if we may sell out, we've reduced the number just to um, help reduce the impact on our providers a little bit as well. All right, so we can start to sign up to get a Crave case win. Now. now. They, they actually, <laughs> they went on sale a couple weeks ago, and... Um, we probably have a fourth of them already sold. Wow. Okay. So again, the website and how much is a Crave case? So a Crave case is $50. And again, that gets you 20 chocolate treats and a $10 gift card. Um, and of course, supports the ARC. But you get those at chalkfrock.com or call our office at 815-965-3455. So that's the, the fun part of your job. I'm sure the events and the chocolates and, and fundraising. But 
Uh, how has COVID-19 affected the ARC? I mean, is everybody doing okay? Everybody's still trying to get in the program? So you're Zooming the programs? <laughs> You know, it's interesting. We've we've had a mix. Um, our the majority of our programs are have continued to be very busy, um, which is interesting because I think uh, other programs have seen a little bit of a dip off. Um, but our home based program, you know, all of those individuals really need to stay home um, so that they're not exposed uh, because. COVID has been a very deadly disease for people with diagnosis because of the underlying conditions that they have. And so it's really crucial that they stay home. And so our home-based program has really stepped up in trying to help people understand simple things like, how do you get groceries delivered to your house? How do you get medications delivered to your house? So that the families don't have to go out. The other issue we run into is that our um our people don't always like to keep the masks on, and that's really a good frontline defense for them to stay healthy, um, just because oftentimes people don't understand when they're contagious and out in public. And there's also those people that don't care, but, you know, we try not to focus on that. Um, and so we've uh, really seen an uptick in our need for services, as well as our rep payee program, where we function as the, the budgeters, the, the payers for individuals who live out in the community. Those individuals as well are still trying to figure this all out, but then also help them understand ways that they can be connected because the isolation is so hard. As we all know, as people who might be more neurotypical, that isolation is really mentally draining and um, can be detrimental. And so for people who might have a dual diagnosis or um, you know, comorbid diagnoses, it can be really hard to, to add isolation to it. And so uh, it, it's really been a matter of trying to figure out how best to serve everybody and keep everybody as safe as possible. And then, of course, our rep payee program, nope, guardianship program, um, has continued because as people continue to age and they might need a guardian, that's really crucial when you start talking about health care because we want to make sure that individuals who need to have a guardian with them have one available so that they're being able, um, having the opportunity to make educated decisions about their health care and having their guardian with them. Where if you don't have a guardian and you need one, you can't make your own decisions. Can you imagine being isolated in the hospital and then not having your person with you that makes your decisions with you? I mean, it, it's just heartbreaking. So um, so we've continued to be very busy. And then, of course, our art program um, has been able to be really nimble. And we've gone to an um, online version um, of art classes on every Monday. And we are having a huge, wonderful response from that. Outstanding. So that's why the Chalk Frock is so important for 2021. So again, we're talking with Amy Newell from the Ark of Ogle, Winnebago, and Boone Counties. Give us the dates the cost and the website to order the Crave Case, not White Castle hamburgers. We're talking about chocolate <laughs> in the Crave Case for this big event. Yep, it's February 25th. Uh, again, 11 to 1 or 4 to 7 pickup. $50 for a chocolate Crave Case case box. 
And uh, with that, you get the 20 chocolate treats and the $10 gift card. And you can get that at chalkfrock.com or calling our office, 815-965-3455. And I know a lot of people are trying to keep it local this Christmas. You could order this now. You can get the card, give it as a gift, and then that person can arrange to pick up their own items. So let's not forget about the possibilities here. It's not just chocolate on the 25th or whatever it is in February. Yep. It could be a gift now. Absolutely. We we actually have sold a number that people have called and said, how soon will we get the cards so that we can be sure and have them to put uh, to wrap up and give for Christmas gifts? What an ultimate gift, the ultimate giving right there. Always nice to talk with you, Amy, and uh, we'll talk soon, I'm sure, as we get closer and closer to that magical day in February. Until then, have a great holiday season, and thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you so much. This weekend, the state line will be back in a moment. Welcome back to the dog show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch snuggling, ball chasing, face licking, and of course, companionship. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with this person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive, and now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance will come in with this group. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. We are talking with Andrea from Noah's Ark Animal Sanctuary in the Rockford area because this is that time of year where people like to give gifts of live creatures, dogs, cats, who knows, rabbits, everything. So uh, Andrea is here to talk about uh, the do's and don'ts of that, why you shouldn't, and what you should do for sheltered animals and such like that. Good morning, Andrea. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? So uh, you have some very cute dogs, and if you hear barking in the background, it's because you're at the actual Noah's Ark Animal Sanctuary right now, which is awesome. So uh, Christmas is here. You know, a lot of people that ultimate, oh, you got a puppy for Christmas. Uh, where do we start? <laughs> um, well, we can start with don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Um, I mean, if you're not if you're not already prepared and planning to have a puppy before Christmas, it's just not a good, you know, on the fly idea. Well, because um, isn't it because you you have all inside stuff going on? You're going to be inside with the puppy January, February, March. Plus, as school goes back, work goes back. This puppy's going to be on his own again. So it may seem like an ultimate cool kind of gift, but this is a lifetime commitment, not just a, a gift that could go away. Right. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work. Um, on top of potty training in the winter is not the most fun. Um, having to go outside, you know, middle of the night when it's 10 degrees outside. Oh, uh, it's, it's something you should be prepared for. Um, I mean, luckily in the last few years, we haven't had too many brought in after Christmas. Um, but you gotta that's not to say it doesn't happen. That's true, because there's the medical aspect of it, the shots, the follow-throughs at the vet that a lot of people don't think of. Uh, unless you realize that this is an ultimate commitment, the gift of a puppy or a cat. Is, well, ultimately, it could end up in your hands and at the ark, Andrea, correct? So we don't want that. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, we find them good homes, but it's not good for them to be so young and already have their world turned upside down again, so... So how has the uh, Noah's Ark Animal Sanctuary been faring through the whole COVID coronavirus year? Well, we actually have done pretty well. Um, when it first all started, we couldn't keep dogs in here. You know, everybody was off work and home, and they wanted, I don't know, companionship or security or 
anything really. We we'd get dogs in, and within two days they'd be in a home. Um, at this point, we're doing appointment only. There's no walk-ins, unfortunately. So you would just call and make an appointment. Maybe look at the website and let us know what you're looking for. Um, you can also fill out applications online at noahsarkanimals.org. And we can call you when we either have the dog you're looking for available or something similar. Has a lot of people been donating to your cause, you know, food or money or anything at this point as well? Um, we have. Luckily, we've still had quite a few donations, which helps because we haven't been able to do our events this year. That raises a lot of money. Um, so people have still been coming in to, to donate. Actually, this last Saturday, we had two different people come up and just hand us a hundred dollars. So it's, it's nice to see that even with everybody going through this, they're still out here for the animals. All right. So Noah's Ark animal sanctuary, it's located in Rockford. Give us the address and the website so we can find out more information. Um, The address is one eleven North first street. And the website is noahsarkanimals.org. All right, so if you're looking for a donation, just don't bring by a bag of food. You're looking for cash so that you can buy specific things that you need? Um, I mean, we'll take either. If you have unopened food, food that your dog doesn't like or cat doesn't like, we'll absolutely take that too. Um, Towels, blankets, cleaners. It doesn't have to be money. I mean, we're we're not picky. We'll take whatever somebody (laughs) wants to give. Uh, as far as cats, uh, which do you see more of now, dogs or cats? Um, right now, we're getting an influx of cats. Um, I don't know if it's because it's starting to get cold and people see the outside cats and they just want to make sure they're not outside for the winter, but we've had a lot of people calling trying to give us cats, and we're pretty close to being full at this point. Um, but we also do have, in the next three weeks, we've got three or four different litters of puppies that'll be available. So how do you know that in advance? Do people contact you saying that this has happened or do you have the actual animals that have given birth there? Both. Um, we, this time it's puppies that have come in. I think two out of the three litters were newborn, newborn, maybe within the week. Um, and then last night we just had some surprise puppies brought in that are, um, four of them will be available tomorrow, and then three of them, which are two that I'm holding right now, they are so will cute, be available the week oh. of Christmas. What are these dogs that you are holding? Because they are just sleeping and snoring up a storm oh, yeah. right there. Yep, they're out. They are, um, apparently dad was a cattle dog. They're cattle dog mixes, but they have like shepherd colors. Two of them do at least. Oh, my. So how much are they to adopt? I mean, obviously, you have to go through all the protocols you mentioned earlier, but how much are they? Um, anything under a year old, as far as dogs go, is 275 And they are already altered, spayed or neutered, uh, microchipped. They've got at least their first set of shot, um, dewormed. They're pretty much ready to go. And then any of our dogs that are over a year are 175 All right, so again, your website for more information about Noah's Ark Animal Sanctuary? The website is noahsarkanimals.org.
All right, and also available on Facebook, and uh, you just can't walk in anymore. You have to make an appointment. So uh, go through the social media first to uh, find uh, a puppy or to have any kind of questions answered, because a lot of people have questions. Do you answer anybody who calls um, about animals at this point? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Right now, maybe, you know, coming in the future, we are closed on Tuesdays because it's our surgery day to get everybody up and ready for adoption. Um, so I wouldn't suggest calling on Tuesdays, but through the rest of the week, we're here until 3. So you can call from 10 to 3 if you have any questions. Beautiful. And then the phone number is 815-962-2767. Thank you, Andrea. That is Noah's Ark Animal Sanctuary. You need more details, check out their websites. This week in the State Line, we'll be back with Rockford Mayor Tom McNamara in a moment. The COVID-19 pandemic continues to weigh on us. While we all feel helpless, remember there is much we can do to protect ourselves, our family and friends, all of us. Simply get in the habit of wearing a mask and maintain six feet of space between yourself and others in public. Wash your hands often and stay home if you feel sick. It takes all of us to combat COVID-19. Go to cdcfoundation.org to learn more. This week in the State Line, we talk with Rockford Mayor Tom McNamara this morning. Good morning, Tom. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Steve. How are you doing? Doing very good. The potential for snowfall in our forecast has got a lot of people excited and wondering if our city crews are ready to roll. I'm sure you've been working on that. So they are certainly uh, ready to roll. and I, I would say my my idea of snowfalls uh, has changed since becoming mayor because now I just see money going out this window. But uh, <laughs> I think uh, having a white Christmas would certainly be a wonderful thing. Well, that, that does increase our chances, no doubt about it. So City Council, Monday night, they, I guess they okayed the budget for the next year, correct? We did. Uh, very exciting. So we uh, approved a, a City of Rockford budget. It's a balanced budget. It is a budget that uh, we did not and I want to underscore, we did not increase property taxes. Uh, this will be the eighth year in a row that we did not increase property taxes. And uh, since I've been mayor, two out of the four years, we've actually decreased our property tax levy. Uh, but we also, in addition to passing the balanced budget, inside that budget, really important for citizens to know, is that we listened to the community this summer and to increase our uh, accountability and transparency. We are purchasing body cameras for all of our officers, and that is included in this. Also, obviously, included in this is Rockford Promise. And I do not believe any citizen should see any service reductions from the city of Rockford. So it took a lot of hard work based on our finance department uh, and our aldermen in the community to get to this balanced budget. But we are here, and we are excited that it was passed. And that's not an easy thing to do is to get a balanced budget at $169 million or whatever it may be. It's never easy to say yay or nay to different things. It, it certainly isn't. And uh, I mean, a lot of people may not fully realize or appreciate uh, what our finance department does. I mean, if you think about it, the state does not need to pass a balanced budget. We saw that they went more than two years without a balanced budget. Uh, and the federal government simply just prints more money. Uh, local governments must pass balanced budgets, and we continue to do that. We continue to live within our means, and uh, over the last eight years, we're not asking for more money from our citizens, so it's been great. 
Excellent news. Uh, a lot of people asking about the line warranty, service line warranties, and I know the city said that it is legit. Can you explain what this really is? Yes, I, I can. So there is uh, there is a lot of discussion about the service line warranty. So uh, we've gotten inquiries about this. It's the Service Line Warranties of America, SLWA. It is uh, 100% legitimate, and we've partnered with uh, SLWA. Uh, to provide home emergency repair solutions uh, for your service line. So you can pay us. It's basically insurance for your service lines into your home. So instead of having a surprise of three to $5,000 on average, you can pay a, a small fee per month. Uh, and it's basically like not homeowner's insurance, but it, it covers items and service lines that homeowner's insurance typically does not. And it, I want to say, if my memory is correct, the cost is about 8 to $11 is my recollection. So if you have an older home, this probably makes more sense than maybe a newer home. I think it does. You know, I, I mean, I, I used to be in the insurance industry, so um, I would say yes. If you have an older home, uh, you know, also uh, I would say if you don't happen to have a, a kind of robust savings account lying around, uh, it may be a good idea. Uh because if you typically these service line breaks always happen at the worst time, right? And so you you just want to be cautious. And if you can pay a couple dollars per month to ensure kind of peace of mind and to ensure that you're not being hit with a big uh, fee all at once, and you really need those service lines, so that you can't wait and save up for it once it breaks. And we're talking about like your water line and your sewer line, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, just want to make sure. So people are aware of the, uh, it is a legitimate um, element. It's not just somebody trying to scam you for the service lines. Absolutely legitimate. And you can also visit uh, the website so that you can learn more about it. And it's www.slwofa.com, slwofa.com. Excellent. Uh, we have to talk about COVID-19 because the rolling positivity rate is fluctuating up and down and mostly up. Uh, we also have the holidays upon us. You explained the whole vaccine rollout plan last time. Uh, any updates on COVID-19 you would like to share? So uh, another week, somewhat the same story. Uh, we are right now hovering at around 15 and a 15.6% positivity. Uh, just yesterday, we announced 233 more cases. I, I will say our, our healthcare workers are doing a, an amazing job caring for our residents uh, at all three health systems. And a big thank you to Crusader, who has just done a, a great job in our community uh, testing individuals and caring for citizens. Uh, we are in for, as I said last uh, last week, we're going to have four to six really difficult weeks. And we are seeing that continue to transpire. And we still have not seen uh, what is potentially a huge increase or surge based on the Thanksgiving Day holiday. So we should see that here in the coming days. And really hope that uh, we don't see it, but we are certainly anticipating to see it. And it's always frightening when you read newspaper articles that our coroner has purchased a trailer for additional morgue space. Yeah, I saw that, too, and I thought that was one of those somber moments where you go, wow. Uh, uh, anything you'd like to share, an additional that we haven't talked about that you're working on or want to bring up? You know, one thing that, regarding COVID that I do want to share, obviously, 
so many businesses are being uh, negatively impacted. Um, and really every business. I, I often hear, well, only restaurants and bars are being impacted. That's not true. Uh, we have so many businesses in our community being impacted. If you look at the Coronado Theater, the BMO, they can't have events. You look at the hotel industry, they don't have visitors. If you look at Burpee Museum, if you look at Rockford Art Museum, they can't even be open most of the time throughout this pandemic. Uh, and their expenses continue to roll in. Uh, so I can tell you that we are ardently advocating for our small businesses uh, in our community at both the state and federal level. Just yesterday, I was speaking with the governor's office. I was speaking with the Illinois Municipal League. Uh, I also have been reaching out to the federal delegations here uh, to see what can be done to uh, get assistance here locally. Because uh, I just think there's been so much politics played and now we have to move away from all this politics and just help these small businesses. If we want to tackle the virus, we have to help the small businesses. We can't have, uh, we can't just focus on health and we can't just focus on the economy. We have to focus on both of them. And it shouldn't be this difficult. And so, uh, I just want to let citizens know that, uh, your local government is absolutely advocating, uh, for both, uh, us being healthy and also healthy uh, from an economic standpoint. And spinning off of that, I notice a lot of people are talking about shopping local for Christmas gifts. Uh, I think that's awesome. And the more we do that, the more we can help out each other, too. Absolutely. Uh, one thing I do want to mention is that we we were awarded uh, a $630,000 grant uh, to help with multi-victimization, uh, where people have been victimized multiple different times. This will really help at our Family Peace Center. We'll be able to hire additional staff to assist uh, survivors. And to date, uh, Steve, we've now assisted more than 135 survivors in our community. It just seems like a few weeks ago we were at 35, so that number almost quadrupled. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really sad, but the good news is we have an organization in a partnership and a collective partnership there to help them. Yeah, the Family Peace Center, uh, a gem, a, a hidden find, I guess, something positive out of 2020 for our area. So. Absolutely. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate your time. I know you're a very, very busy man on the run, so we'll talk again next week. Awesome. Thank you so much. You have a great day. Thank you. That's Rockford Mayor Tom McNamara. Thanks for listening. Join us next Sunday morning at 6 for another edition of This Week in the State Line, or subscribe to the podcast at rockfordradio.com. This Week in the State Line is produced by Midwest Family Illinois.